0: Hey, Billy. Hey, Chris. This is a kind of weird day because we're recording on a Sunday and the podcast is going to be released on Wednesday. And in between these two days is election day, right? So yeah. we're, we're, we're talking, we're, we're talking to you from the past about the future. And we may be getting this entirely wrong because it might be the first day of the apocalypse. And we have no idea.
1: Yeah. By the time you hear this, uh, the future will be the past. Exactly. Or the past <laughs> will be the future. I forget.
0: It's, or- it's the power of radio really yeah, exactly. so that comes down to it. um, so this and other things, because it's now time for some monkey business. See, Dan, you're not here at the moment. This is your cue to play the music. All right, just check. Oh, yep, there it is. Okay, cool. All right, so this is FC3's Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And everything can be geeky if you love it enough. Starring Billy DeTori, Tanya Metris, and I am your host. My name is Chris. All right. Um so Dan's not here today because he had a he had a thing going on and it's, he's missing out today, but it's also because today the day we're recording today is Dan's birthday.
2: Happy, birthday, happy Dan! birthday, Dan.
0: And I plan on going and visiting him later today so I can sing him happy birthday to his face in the in the vein of Marilyn Monroe.
2: Oh, happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday mr president
0: because that's got to work it's a thing yes
2: so. <laughs> well, can you dress
1: like debbie gibson when you do it
0: oh, oh see i i might there might be a jean jacket in the house but i don't know if it'll fit me
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've got a little bit bigger since then
2: <laughs> yes so i think dan's truly avoiding us today uh, I,
0: I don't think so i think, no, I, I think it, you know
2: it, it, an emergency came up in regards to work stuff so he, mm. he's wrangling the boys and uh, so uh, we're going to let him pass. So, guess what? They left me in charge. Woo woo! We know what happens you know, when they leave me in charge.
0: Oh, it's the same thing that happens when he's in charge. We go off the rails and everybody has fun. It's all good. Yes i've seen some interesting comments actually popping up from from podcasts that we've done lately and it's 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 proof that people are actually listening to this show which is kind of cool and and for you the listener we appreciate you being with us all the time uh i'm gonna make the shameless plug right now if you like what we're doing and you want to see us get better at it and and work on it um just cross your fingers and keep dreaming because i have no idea if we are or not but anyway no there's a more practical way of doing it we do have a patreon uh, www.patreon.com backslash fc3 roc we got several levels there uh please if you if you like what we're doing you want to support us and, and give us an opportunity to to get better access to things advertising stuff like that uh, then feel free to sign up for a particular level And if you don't see a level that works for you reach out let us know and we'll, we'll work something out we can customize for pretty much everybody uh, so that's cool. And, uh, and, and it's, it's interesting to see because like I said, we've been getting some comments and, uh, I had a couple of people reach out to me, uh, through DMS and whatnot and Twitter and, and whatnot. And it's, it's kind of neat to have folks kind of like finding the conversation and, and, and amused by the things that we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> cause I know I'm amused by the things that we do. That's for sure. So, and I enjoy hanging out with you guys.
1: So. Same here.
2: Hey, Chris. Yes, dear. Um, Do you remember that James Irish needed you to do a plug today?
0: I was hoping you were going to bring that up, as a matter of fact.
1: Oh, actually, Um, I can help with this plug. I I listened to the podcast James Irish recommended. Did you? These guys
0: actually did a plug for us. Is that what I'm understanding correctly? I believe so. That's awesome. And it's appreciated. And Billy, tell us a little bit about our friends.
1: It's uh, uh, Dan Drago and... God, James Hearn, I think the other gentleman's name is. They're both Mm -hmm. uh, from the area. They have a podcast called Double Lives, and uh, they review the great, or they talk about the greatest live albums of all time.
0: Oh, which is never a bad. Which is
1: it's right up my alley. James recommended it to me. I believe they both. Uh they know each other from they've had bands and lived in Philadelphia. I think one lives back in New York state somewhere and the other's in Philadelphia. But they uh there's six episodes so far and they basically break down great live albums um aretha franklin uh annie defranco mm-hmm. um a, a bunch of others and it's a really they do a really really good job and i really enjoy their podcasts it's called double lives
0: that's cool so
1: google it and oh it's i, I want to make it, sure i got the name of the podcast Is it right
2: double right life before.
1: no in fact no, okay I, I think i i listened to the to every episode and now I'm not positive of the name of the podcast. Because well, we'll take a moment what, to look it up. Let, let me go to my podcast app because I am subscribed to it, and I can tell you. Yeah. And I like I said, I may have gotten Mr. Hearn's first name wrong, too, which would make me feel like a dope. Um, but I do enjoy the podcast, and it is called Double Lives. I, I was correct. L-I-V-E-S, okay. Double Lives. All right. And, and these it's guys gave a it the- podcast about live albums.
0: And, and these guys threw some love our way So absolutely we appreciate that mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what we got here
1: I listened to it And I'm glad James recommended it to me Aretha Franklin Live at the Fillmore West Was her most okay. recent episode So
2: I did find the, the right one Okay, okay. Uh,
1: A Tragically Hip Portishead, Bill Withers, and Ani DeFranco Two episodes for Annie DeFranco Because hers was a double album and it's very good.
0: So. Speaking of bands that aren't normally talked about, I, I am, I'm, I'm sad for uh, – it's kind of a mixed emotions, right? Recently, over the past, I'd say since summertime to now because of pandemic and you're sitting around, you're not doing much, you're getting a change. Mm-hmm. But so YouTube, I've been YouTube surfing. And I found a couple of bands in in recent months that have been around for years mm-hmm. – but I'm only just discovering for the first time, I'd never heard of them, never heard their music because they're not big on, on radio, right? right? Or at least not on the stations that I listen to. Uh-huh. You know, and earlier this summer, I talked about Hayam. you know, the three sisters that, uh, that, that play some really freaking great rock music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just recently, I've been on a binge of a jazzy swing kind of pop quartet called Lake Street Drive. Lake Lake Street Street Dive.
1: Dive. I I love them.
0: Oh, my God. And their lead singer, Rachel. Rachel Price is
1: amazing.
0: What a powerhouse of a voice and presence on stage. And their bass player, Bridget, she is just phenomenal. Uh, she's usually jamming out on an upright bass and making mm-hmm. that instrument do things. that I'd never seen a up, ups, upright bass do before. And it's yeah. just amazing.
1: They're a and great they- band. Susan and I have traveled. We went to Boston to see them last year when we were allowed to travel. Oh, nice. And uh, saw that's her hometown, Boston. They played right. the Wang, the Wang theater, which is a really, really nice theater in that area. And it's, I, we've seen them in Cooperstown. We've seen them here in Rochester a bunch mm-hmm. of times. And, They are a great band. I would love to see them live Uh, to pick up. Listen to their uh, like major label debut. I think they had one album before, but an album called Bad Self Portraits Mm -hmm. is. Well, actually, they're all great, but Bad Self Portraits is my favorite of their albums. Okay, so
0: it's great because YouTube has a couple of their full concerts. Yeah, you know, and and so I just I will I'll put it on and then put her around the office and you know play games or whatever and listen to them and just I'm staggered by this band and it's mm-hmm. you know we talk about this often because Rochester is such a music hub, right? There's so many it's it's just great local scene uh, with all the local bands and then bands that come through the area to to entertain mm-hmm. us and I miss that and uh, you know and it's just it it wound me up to a more of a, a larger philosoph- philosophical kind of sitting around and thinking of, I wonder how, when this is all done, this whole pandemic thing is over with, if people are really going to just, quote unquote, go back to normal, or if they're going to take this opportunity to do more, right? Like me, I have, I have led a sheltered life in the overall. You know, I, I, have, I hear all these friends talking about all these concerts they've been to. You know, we'll hear, you know, Mike DiGiorgio Wax Poetic about all the times he's seen Van Halen and mm-hmm. all these other great bands that he's seen. And people are like, oh yeah, I go concerts here. I go concert here. I go concert here. Or I go traveling here. I go see this sightseeing. I go do this place. You know, I've gone on adventures and stuff. And I, I've i had a couple, you know, I, I'm not dissatisfied with the ones I've been on. But I also look back at all the times I I looked at, at the, the bottom line and I'm like, well, you know, I'll catch them the next time. Mm-hmm. or eh, you know i could either do this or this but you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna stay home this time or or i'll catch it the next yeah. time and i can't count how many times i have personally said to myself i am going to pass this opportunity up and i'll catch it later or i'll catch a recording of it or something like and i've done myself a disservice you know so it's 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 when this is all said and done and we feel safe again and the world kind of returns back to you can kind of start doing things and getting together in large groups and going places again you know certain things have to change in in my opinion at least for our personalities right Mm
3: -hmm. you
0: know and and i'm going to go to more concerts i'm going to go to places i'm going to go visit people because they can all be taken away again and what have you missed out you know
1: See, because music is one of my passions, I have traveled. Like I just mentioned, I've traveled a few times to see Lake Street Dive. Along mm-hmm. with the times I've been to town, and I, I bet though you have your own passions that you've gone out of the way for. Mm-hmm. Well, music isn't your, isn't you aren't as passionate about music as I am. You right. have a love of it because mm-hmm. I think everybody does, but. It, you know, I I bet you are. There are things you do where I thought, wow, that's really cool. Chris did that, and mm-hmm. you know, I didn't. You no, know, it would have been something that I would have passed up on. So, mm-hmm. but music really is something I I love going to see and and hope to be able to do it again. You no know, concerts and and the like.
0: Yeah, I mean, I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy that's because you know it was funny even just as just now as you were saying you've you've got these things you're passionate about that you've Mm -hmm. gone and done no in the overall when it comes right down to it I have I have experienced a lot I've experienced a lot of what I can experience from the comfort of my own home or within a couple of blocks of me you know all these people have said oh you get to go to this convention you need to go to this convention oh you need to come up here and and see this you need to and I haven't and and so I'm 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 hitting myself at the moment, but I'm also using it as encouragement. Like I, you know, like I said a moment ago, mm-hmm. when this is done, and it will be, there, there'll come a day where normalcy mm-hmm. will be restored mm-hmm. for the most part. I'm going to go do the thing. You know, yes, it's, mm-hmm. There's a meme floating around with Danny DeVito holding a re- weird painting, and, and I, you, I don't know if it's a quote from him or a character he played or anything like that. The, okay. the quote is, I don't know how many years left I have left on this mm-hmm. world, so I'm going to get real weird with it. <laughs> you know, if anything if anything has yeah. taught me during this uh, if I've learned anything in this past, mm-hmm. you know, pandemic year as it were, um go do the thing. You know, and I and yeah. I and I want to share that with you our listeners because go do the thing. If there's something you've been wanting to do or a place you wanted to see, you know, or people you've wanted to go meet face to face, I have friends that I've met through the internet internet gaming and things like that, that I have known for 25, almost 30 years. And I've never once been in their physical presence. Not once. Like I have friends on the West coast, my friend Sonny in, 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 in um, Seattle and sunny in Seattle, there's a movie there. And um, you know, I have my friend Cindy down in Torrance and, and uh, Joel in Oregon and Pat and our friend, Patty in Oregon as well. I mean, these are people I've known forever through various games and chat boards and things like that. We see pictures of each other. We share pictures of our kids and our cats and our, you know, vacations and whatnot, but I have never once been physically in their presence. I'm going to fix that. Oh. I am going to fix. I'm going to go see the things. And I'm going to go do the things. I'm going to go see them. I want to hear the music because it's being played right in front of me. You know, so that's, that's my call to action is that I don't want to be the only person who's coming to this revelation, right? I want you to, Billy to, to keep doing the things you do and going to see the things you want to see. And Tanya, I want the same for you. And Dan, I want the same for him. I want him to be able to experience all the things he's he's missed out on or, or has has not had a chance to do. Uh, you know, and admittedly Dan's a little more adventurous than I am, you know, so he he has gone and done some things, but I want him to see more. I want him to do more. Um, you know, especially the fact that he's fighting cancer right now. I want him to beat the shit out of that so he can go do more stuff. And uh, and you listeners all you guys out there, you know, go and when this is all done, go and do the thing, go and meet the people, go and see the show. You know, you
1: know one s- one thing that's really helped me in the mm-hmm. last 10 year, 10 or so years is mm-hmm. Susan, because in the past, you no, know, because I don't drive, mm-hmm. you No, know, I, I go to concerts with friends, but mostly... Shows here in Rochester, you know, with my brother, with various friends who had similar music tastes. But with Susan around, now we get to travel and go places because she'll drive. One of the first places we ever went, you know, my my very first favorite musician was Glenn Campbell. When I was a little kid, I loved Glenn Campbell. Mm -hmm. And God, what was about, oh, eight or nine years ago, I had just met, Susan, I just started dating and going places and glenn campbell was playing in casino not salamanca that's where it was okay and she goes get tickets we're going and i didn't know it was like a two and a half hour drive but we went and i wouldn't have been able to go see him and Mm -hmm. you know he died a few years ago from alzheimer's and Mm -hmm. i'm really really glad that after 50 years i got to go see glenn campbell and I wouldn't have been able to without Susan. I would have wouldn't have gone to you no know, Toronto Fan Expo or you no know, the, the Lake Street Dive concert in Boston and a million other places. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't have seen Springsteen on Broadway in New York City without her. So there's a million things that she has helped me do. So it's really helped having someone that likes the same things I do or no, willing to put up with the things I like to, so that I can enjoy myself. Right. No, we went to go meet Kevin Smith in New Jersey when mm-hmm. he had the film mm-hmm. fe- film slash podcast festival. So you know, it's <coughs> I, I I I'm just really glad I've done the things I do and now have someone to do them with, also. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's that's the key. Mm-hmm. That's the key. So my message during this opening segment of our first podcast of November (laughs) in the tail end of this terrible year of 2020 is, is, you know, when we, when the world is safer again, go do the thing. If you're thinking about, I want to go see the grand Canyon, go see it, go look at it.
1: And you know what else I've noticed? What's that? Tanya just won't shut up.
0: I'm telling you, well, there are days, there are days where she owns the opening segment. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's cool because we each have our, our something we can mm-hmm. contribute. And today I'm going to be waxing philosophical. Yeah. And uh, today I'm Dan. <laughs> today you're Dan. So you can just sit quietly and just hope that Chris shuts up somewhere along the line.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm Facebooking.
0: So Oh, are you now? Yes. How's everybody today? Are you, are you chatting with anybody important?
2: No, I'm just scrolling through Facebook. I just, uh found a a child meme from the Mandalorian mm-hmm. it, um, oh, my f- screen's not refreshing. hold on. It says when the show you've binge watched for three days suddenly runs out of episodes, and the the little child's like, Hey, you can <laughs> see the little the little face that's sad I'm like, oh yeah, so okay, oh,
1: what's your oh, style of watching The Mandalorian? I'm waiting until all the episodes are dropped.
2: I, uh, we've already seen the first episode, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm. I, it it caught me so hard because oh, and as Bill, Bill Horse Cotter said, "There's no sophomore." No <laughs> sophomore jinx here, um, but the whole episode was it was solid. It was well done, uh, and then there was a uber twist, and it's like, oh, oh shit, okay, and and so that you, happened. Yeah, so totally in, totally in right now.
1: Mark Hamill announced he's going to FC three. Yes. yes. Okay. Good. Actually. <laughs>
0: thing
2: (laughs) so on that note we're going to take a quick break yes and then we'll come back yes and uh we'll start reminiscing about those the ghosts of halloween past yes
0: ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls dudes and dudettes all points in between everybody's welcome uh we are going to start this segment off by saying a quick goodbye to a legend
2: i don't know if it's going to be a quick goodbye
0: well that's fine that works for us as well um
1: do we really do anything quick
0: no (laughs) (laughs) here yes there's an answer the answer to that question is yes it's going off the rails we do that very fast
2: Okay, I'll yeah. give you that. But then we stay off the rails for a while.
0: Yes, and uh, and these rails are going to be worth it, though, because uh, oh, 90, my God. 90 years ago, 90 years and two months ago, was the birth of the legend himself, Sir Sean Connery, uh, who just passed away yesterday?
2: Yep. Yes. Yesterday. Halloween. Yesterday morning.
0: He chose Halloween. I've had enough of this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, he's like 2020 F you. I'm yes. going out. Type thing. It's like at, at this point I hit ninety, and therefore I don't want to know what the last two months of twenty twenty has yeah. in store for us. He wanted to get out before the the apocalypse. Yeah, for, well, that happens in the next couple of days.
0: That could be Maybe, happening in a couple. Well, it's going to be a, it'd be yesterday. We're going to find out. Right. You know, so he
2: wanted to be out before then, or right. I, I don't know. But um, his name was is Thomas Sean Connery. Okay. Um, he was nicknamed. His nickname was Big Tam. Exactly what that is, I'm not sure.
0: Probably Tam the Hat. Tam O'Shanter. He had a big head. But or you something.
2: know what? He's shorter than you.
0: Well, many people are, dear.
2: Yeah. Well, he's still six but yeah, I mean, he was,
0: he has, he's a big son of a buck. I mean, um, seriously, that he was an imposing presence, and now. James uh. Bond was not his first part, was it? Or you know, I know it's his mm. career-defining part, but he had been an actor for quite some time before that. You were looking yeah. at the MTV page. Yeah, hold on. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting to me is, is you know, I mean, yes, 2020 has sucked, and everybody's kind of reacted to it. And whenever somebody really, you know, big name or noteworthy passes away, we all react to it. It was interesting to me to see how many people were like shocked and surprised and saddened and and just horrified at 2020 for taking somebody. The guy was 90.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah, he that, won.
0: Was hell, that was a hell of a run that's a great score and um he died Tony mentioned he died in the bahamas he was down in the bahamas i mean what yes. a wonderful place to go if you got i mean you're relaxed you're into the sunshine it's warm it's cozy that's uh, you know he went out in style at, on the high scoreboard winner so he had
2: a lot of tv series and tv movies prior To Dr. No, which was 1962, but he had um, The Longest Day was also 1962, where he played Private Flanagan. Um, There was a TV movie, Anna Karina. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: um, He had Operation Snafu before that, where he was playing a peddler. So it was probably a lot of um, bit parts. Yeah, actually,
1: his Wikipedia goes back to... Nineteen fifty-four, he played Spike in No Road Back. That's mm-hmm. a movie, mm-hmm. uh, the, a movie I'd heard of, um, or Darby O'Gill and the Little People, which I believe is a uh, Disney movie. Played Michael. Oh, uh, yeah, that
2: was nineteen
1: fifty-nine. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. he was in Tarzan's Greatest Adventure, O'Banion, in nineteen fifty-nine, and then.
1: Um, so it was. It was dr no that made him a star though
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and that's it i mean that's Mm -hmm. the legend is is bond he will always be known as the bond and Mm. and while i think daniel craig is an exemplary turn as Mm. as seven um everybody's always going to compare any any person who plays bond will always be compared first to sean connery period that's always going to happen you know and he had the you know he had the suave down you know, in, in the one liners were, you know, his trademark, you know, and, and then he moved on to other great parts. And I don't think any of them were as impressive as the run at Bond. He did some great work out there. I mean, Ramirez and Highlander, it's it's a cult film, really, but it was such a great part for him. Uh, you can go to Finding Forester where he plays the re, the old reclusive retired author, you know, and, and trains the, the African-American boy who wants mm. to be a writer. I mean, and, and they they the relationship they formed to each other i thought that was a fantastic movie
2: his, um,
1: his turn is robin hood and robin and marianne
0: yeah was yeah very good.
2: Um, and you know when robin hood prince of thieves when he was king richard oh he was it does un- the
0: cameo at the end
2: he was uncredited
0: yeah well he wanted it to be a surprise
2: yeah
0: and and come on were you were in were you in the uh like opening week did you see that movie in the theater
2: i have not a clue
0: I remember seeing it the opening weekend. A whole bunch of us from my, my Fisher days, we all went together. And we never saw it coming. Never saw it coming. The entire auditorium, as soon as you hear that voice, you're like, wait. What? And then you see him, and he comes walking up as King Richard. We're like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Okay, that's just flat out awesome. Mind blown. It was just that cool. And I think that was one of the first of the really great movie cameos I'd ever seen.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Um uh, I liked him as the voice of Draco in Dragonheart when mm-hmm. he's saying I it on self-defense <laughs> yes. that he was uh ate the the uh knight or whatever.
0: Yeah, when he voiced the uh, the dragon. Yeah. That was just that was a fun it, movie.
2: It was just fun, yeah. Actually and maybe then,
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Tanya. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say maybe my favorite non bond Sean Connery movie is Time Bandits. Okay. Have you seen it, Chris?
0: I, I saw it a long time ago when it first came out, and just th- the overwhelming, just silly and oddity of it. It was I just
1: part Monty Python, part sci-fi, Sorry. part. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it, I really loved Time Bandits. Now I want to mm-hmm. watch it again. I have Oh, he plays
2: the, the the king Knight. from the Iliad. Oh, okay. Isn't that, it,
0: isn't that uh, Robert Urich? Who's who's in that Who's in that movie? In time,
2: in time, Tem- in time band, in time bandit. He plays Palin. King King Agamemnon. Oh
0: right, right, right. I had the wrong. I was mixing the movies together. Yes.
2: Yeah, King Agemon or whatever
0: Agamem- Agamemnon.
2: Yeah, I don't know. All I know is Tyler's reading the Iliad for school. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but yeah,
0: Agamemnon.
1: Yes, and of course, no. uh, Indiana Jones' dad,
2: which was a
0: great. Great role for him.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. do you know that he's like he's only like 12 years older than Harrison Ford when right. he was playing and they were, his dad? Oh, wow. yeah. yeah,
1: that's funny. Mm-hmm. Huh. And of course, all those times he lost on Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live
0: legendary, <laughs> <laughs>
1: legendary. I think it was Daryl Hammond doing the yes, yes. yeah
0: yeah just sheer legendary so yes we will we say farewell to sir uh thomas sean connery yes and uh and we'll go watch all of his movies on a regular basis and remember him forever people are going to be talking about him forever i was chatting with um our buddy judah you know, on on Facebook that uh, that same that same day, and he was just, you know, he's like Sean Connery was my spirit animal, and I'm like, mm-hmm. see, that's that's a guy to idolize, man. That is, that's the way to look at it. So, and you know, and even though he maligned League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and obviously the movie was not Oscar worthy, um, and he he credits that movie as what really pushed him into retirement because he had such a bad time making that movie. I have a lot of fun watching League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that movie. I know it's not. You know the greatest action movie ever, but it's, as far as comic book movies go, it's it's definitely entertaining as hell.
2: So it's where you check your brain at the door and just sit back and enjoy.
0: Exactly, and watch the watch the uh, the stories of legendary Ellen Bloody Quartermain and uh, and Peter Wilson doing her Sean Connery impression and getting away with it. I thought that was fantastic. So
1: there you have it. And I, I've never seen it. Highlander. I always hear is a really, really good action movie.
2: It, it should have
1: stopped there. Movie. Yeah, seriously. There <laughs> That's a also what I hear is it they should have stopped <laughs> at the first one.
2: They have some best, the best lines. Ah, none. It's no sense of humor. Right. That was, that,
0: in
1: 80s. 80s. that was a cartoon I, I read online yesterday. It was a, a, like a father and son duck, you know, just for random reasons, sitting on a couch and the son goes to death. Wow. Highlander is a really good movie. Yes. I saw are really good. Yeah. Are, are there more? And he yeah, thought like, for a no. second... No. No. <laughs> that actually made one. me want to ask you about that. Yeah. yeah the first Highlander.
0: There, there's a, not a book club there. That's Because okay. like, that's a movie you want to unpack and kind of talk about a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: uh, and kind of Was enjoy. It, uh, Connor. Uh... Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Mm-hmm. Played by the irrepressible Christopher Lambert. Mm -hmm. who actually and here's a little sidebar because you know we're off the rails already anyway um he never spoke english until he started doing the lines of that movie huh he he was a frenchman right or still is a frenchman obviously um and he was getting big in the french cinema he was doing a lot of independent work he was he'd done his stage and screen um and then they got him for this part because he just looked so authentically ancient you know he had that brow of mm-hmm. that serious stern brow that gave him this kind of like look to him uh and he learned english to basically read his lines for that movie and, and so I, I thought that was that was kind of a cool
2: thing because it says although he was born in the united states he's mm-hmm. french yep. he was a, his dad was a french diplomat stationed in the u.s at the united nations at the time of his birth Mm-hmm. He was, um, his formative years were spent in Geneva, Switzerland, where his family moved when he was two before returning to Paris when he was 16.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So interesting.
0: Yep. Yeah. And he's gone on to have an interesting career. But anyway, our farewells to Sean Connery. We'll probably talk about that on Nerd World News on Monday, or we'll have talked about this on Nerd World News on <laughs> the magic of radio and so, uh, a
2: mental note, Chris, write down, talk about Sean Connery and nerd world. News.
0: Yeah, no, I don't have to remind myself of that. Oh. that so, um, But we hit, wanted to talk about uh, then and now kind of a thing, because we just had Halloween yesterday oh, and thanks. and it was so amazing to think uh, on, on new year's day of 2020, we were looking at all the cool things that were going to happen in 2020. And uh, Halloween was on a Saturday.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, during a full moon, which was the first time since 1944, and we today, this Sunday, November 1st, is the clock's fall. So you could go ahead and party Halloween a lot longer because you're going to get an extra hour. And how that got stolen from us.
2: 2020 said nope!
0: Nope, never mind.
2: <clears throat> nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, That's it. We're done. I, I'm officially done with 2020 yeah. in regards to this. I did take um, Riker out trick-or-treating yesterday. We left at six
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I uh, did map my run. So I'm like, well, I might as well see how far I go and how long we're out and the set and the other thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And Riker did not ring any doorbells. Wow. Um, all buckets were outside on porches Mm-hmm. Or had tables, or had somebody sitting with fires going on last night. Mm-hmm. And our neighborhood is huge. We we have probably well over two hundred houses plus in our in our development, our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. If Riker got candy and stuff from thirty houses, that was way too many. Hmm. And and you know we didn't go all the way down. Um, one of the, the back, the back roads of our, in the development. And I think that's where a lot of them were set up, but we only went so far down that road. And then like, it was dark. It was whatever you couldn't tell if people had stuff out or not. And he was already, um uh tired because we'd already gone eight tenths of a mile we we're we we're mm-hmm. almost at the mile and he's like okay we'll just go as far as abby's house and then turn around i'm like well does abby have even on her lights on he goes no i go then why are we going out to abby's house because <laughs> we could see it from where we were i'm like right. if, if they don't have a table out and they don't have a bucket out and they don't look like they have lights on why are we going there he goes okay good point let's turn around so we turned around we came back but Truly, like he did, pass up like three or four houses where he identified that they were just way too spooky for him, because um, they had they were all decked out with the the fog machines and the spider webs and people pacing on the porch in their uh like Michael Myers costumes and Riker's like, nope, I'm good. I huh. know we've got candy at home. I'm just keep on going. It was and so
0: it was interesting to me to see like the pictures of of clever. Ways that people were getting candy oh. out to people, oh. like, like candy I, I saw, shoots. yeah, candy shoots mainly. I, I saw one guy who hooked a um, a series of uh, plastic bags together from a bonus room above his attached garage down to the driveway, and then he had this whole distribution station set up on the on the. So it made it fun, right? Mm-hmm. You come up the driveway, you stand there at the station, they slide stuff down to you, mm. you know, from the bonus room of the house, and I thought that was clever. You know, it was cute, and I saw different variations of a theme. One guy came up with a Rube Goldberg device, uh, so they were wheeling the basket out on this, like this, almost like a zip line, you know, across the yard to the fence, and then the, uh-huh. they take things out of the basket, and then they pull it back, and it was there, was there was a lot of interesting ways around it, but it was yep. just so
1: one one of the ones I saw on Facebook that I, I kind of liked. It, it wasn't no funnier club. I just thought it was kind of smart where they had a clothesline hooked up. Sean and, did that. And little bags, uh, mm-hmm. clothes pinned to the line and people go up and grab a bag of candy.
2: Yeah. Our yep. friend Sean and his cousin, Carrie did that in his front yard, Okay. Uh-huh. did the, the little bags. And, and there were a lot of places where Riker got stuff, um, that were in a sandwich bag um, mm-hmm. that they had already doled stuff out into a sandwich bag. And then like the, the table said, please, please take one or whatever. So I think he came home with like five or six of those type bags. He had a couple bags of potato chips in there and everything. Um, one house was giving out full size candy bars. Cause he got a Hershey bar with um, almonds. Mm-hmm. So I don't know which person in the house is getting that because I know Riker doesn't like it and I don't like it. So it might be, a fight between daddy and Nene. But, um, <laughs> but it truly, I, you know what? I don't think our road, our street, which is like the first one into the neighborhood, got mm-hmm. any trick or treaters other than Riker. I didn't see anybody
3: of. out. Yeah.
1: I, I looked down up and down my street and didn't see anybody or really any lights on. So
2: and uh, I, I don't know what it is. If, if it just seemed that it was too dark down our street because one, our street doesn't have the sidewalks, the, the, the main road coming in the main, the main one that you turn on to that one has sidewalks. But if you turn down our street, we don't have any sidewalks, even though we are supposed to, maybe that is another um, contributing factor other than the fact that it is COVID. Um, we ended up putting our, a TV tray outside with our, bucket at the end of the ramp with our pumpkins around it so and i posted to our facebook page um for our neighborhood that candy was out on oak mills Mm -hmm. but i don't think we got any trick-or-treaters last last night and normally we get a couple hundred
3: right so
2: i had a nice uh ziploc bag filled with twix and milky ways sitting on my laptop this morning and, so. and
1: just a little tip uh, before we started recording this morning, Susan and I went to Wegmans for our groceries, and Halloween candy is on sale. Not the biggest shock of the year, but don't forget that you yeah. now get is it fifty percent off. I don't. Susan grabbed whatever it was she grabbed. So Your did she get Kit Kat like for you? Uh, I'm not sure what's it's a big bag of various candy bars. Yeah. So I'm sure that there's Kit Kats or little Hershey bars or. Something in there I like. Yeah. So, Twixes, I hope Twixes are another favorite of mine.
2: Oh, it, it's just, it, it was just kind of depressing last night. Yeah.
3: I it mean, was,
2: I, I think, I think I was home and in the house by like 7.15. Mm-hmm. And I went out with him at six. My mom and I took a walk around the neighborhood. We did like 1.84 miles when, and when all was said and done. Now, um, but, it just, I think, if we saw thirty kids, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. We didn't, we weren't seeing anybody. So, I don't know what else. I mean, I've seen the pictures on Facebook of people like going all out for Halloween and things like that, but even that, I don't think people. Went out, went out.
1: Because no, right right now there's there's a spike in the COVID virus happening again and it's getting bad. So I'm I'm actually hoping that there aren't there weren't too many parties. Mm-hmm. Because it seemed like you no know, people got lax and went away for a while. And now mm-hmm. that it's coming back again, I'm hoping people aren't treating treating it like it's like it's not bad at the moment. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm wondering if there were a number of parties or, or whatnot going on around town. Although the bar, the local bars had to just be pissed The going into this year, I'm sure they were looking forward to last night like right. crazy. You know, they like you said, it's a Saturday night. They got the extra hour mm-hmm. and get you know, you bands and parties and, and it just couldn't happen.
0: Uh, frustrating. Well, it's very yeah. frustrating, you know. And and I wonder what would have. Uh, how, never mind. I'm just wondering how sure. different this year could have been if if things were handled differently at the beginning and rather than. Anyway,
2: yeah, yeah. You know? We can't armchair armchair quarterback that.
0: No, you can't armchair quarterback that. And we're we're, we're recording this on a day where we blissfully ignorant of the. um the of the universe at the moment so.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah how about that election wow Man, who Man, saw that
0: coming I did not realize that chuckles the Clown was a write in that's kind of yeah. cool so
2: uh, well a uh, um on a side note Knox craft cocktails and comfort food opened again reopened on October 31st Wonderful. after being um closed for like that's forever since March. Yes, they've been closed since March, and they actually <laughs> reopened last night. We were planning on going down, but mm-hmm. by, like, 8.15, I'm like, I don't want to go back out.
0: I wish I, those guys really, really a whole lot of well, because they have been so generous to us over the years. And, Absolutely.
2: Uh, and I have been our
0: living room on several occasions and, and have, have always enjoyed being there.
2: Well, and it was funny, because they had, like, the event, Knox Reopening, and the picture for the reopening was the... Um, Athens versus Sparta versus Persia. It mm-hmm. was the, the hummus trio. And the, I'm just like, oh, it looks so delicious with the, the hummus and the bread and the veggies and things like that. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh is Vlad Dracol's still on the menu? Because um, that's the Hungarian stuffed peppers. Mm-hmm. That, that Sean Sean's like, oh, I'm in for that. <laughs>
3: I'm
2: like, I just want their French fries. So,
1: and I'd like to wish some luck to my past or former place of employment, whatever, it is or yeah. current, or you know, uh, Record Archive made the news over the weekend because one of their staff came down oh, uh, oh. with the, the coronavirus, so they've shut down. They hit. If you fumigated the whole place, everyone's <laughs> getting tested. But for now, it's closed back up. Until now, you've
0: been kind of blogging for them. You've been yes, working, but you've been doing that remotely from home. So there's you're you're fine. You're yes,
1: the, the funny thing is is well not funny but sort of, is that uh they've had three record store days instead of the one big one they had three smaller ones, mm-hmm. and one was last Saturday, and there was a couple things I wanted, so I stopped down there last Saturday, went mm-hmm. in quick like first thing in the morning, and grabbed what I wanted and left, said hi to a couple people. And then when the announcement came out Friday, uh, they said people who had been in the store uh, actually starting Saturday, but from two to six and then whatever hours, Monday or Tuesday, this person worked. And so I'm glad I went early, got in and out. Right. Uh, But the first, I, 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 because I know the people I know who wasn't there in that early morning shift. So I've sort of narrowed down who I think may have, it. I I don't want to check and be a pain. I'm sure Mm -hmm, they are dealing with, they don't need me going, Hey, what's going on everybody. (laughs) Right. uh, So I, I just hope everybody there is okay. And, and that they get to reopen soon. And
0: well, we wish you guys at record archive. Well,
1: they Mm -hmm. really, they've really tried hard to do their best. And just like everybody has, I mm-hmm. think so.
2: Yeah. Well, as of the 30th, the steam police was dispatched to deep disinfect the entire store.
1: Yeah. They, they put up pictures of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's on their Facebook and the so, steam
0: police, not the dream police. Yeah. Oh, come on.
1: Dream police.
0: I don't remember the lyrics of that song either. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's
1: <laughs> about as far as I go with uh, was it cheap trick?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's a cheap trick. It was one of their later
1: the later
2: 80s King albums. So the, the was it the spacing or the um, inserts that you would put in the middle of records? Or, or is that just part of the floor? What's that? I, I'm sorry? I'm looking at the, the second picture okay. from from Friday. And part of the floor, is it just how the floor's designed that oh, has- The, the little the, spindle things? Yeah, the no, little thing I, that
1: you'd- they put those down at the, after the virus so that people would know the space. Oh, okay. okay.
2: Yeah. It's the one that would fit inside of 45 in order to be able yeah. to play it? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah those, those are no relatively new. Oh, That's okay. the virus.
2: Uh, what's
1: going on? I'm looking outside we... my window. No, I'm, I'm looking outside my window and I'm... They're, Trick-or-treaters? They're, no, they're... At the house <laughs> next door to ours is being flipped and someone just pulled up on the front lawn out there. So I guess they're they're there for their day's work over there. There's there's people, over. someone bought it and now they're flipping it. Uh, So hopefully we wind up with nice neighbors over there.
0: Now for you literalists out there, they're actually not physically picking the house up and turning it over on its side. No. they're they're fixing it up so that they can sell it immediately yeah. without having to rent it or live in it themselves.
1: Actually, can, can I tell you the story of that house? I don't know if you uh sure what was it? Um god, it maybe a year ago now. <laughs> maybe not not quite a year, but uh it was a Sunday night and all of a sudden in the afternoon there were cop cars lined up and down the street on on our street and the police taking things out of the house and oh going in and out. And so I didn't know what was going on. Uh, that night someone knocked on our door and there was an older gentleman asking if we had seen the guy that lives next door. It was, goes, it it's my son and we haven't seen him in days. We don't know where, and I felt terrible. No, I, to be honest with you, I wouldn't have known him if, he was standing next to me. I'd never mm-hmm. seen anyone in, coming in and out of that house. But this guy was looking for his son, hadn't seen him. So the next day when I was at work, I messaged Doug Emblage, uh, no Channel 13 news guy. Hey, do you know anything going on it? And gave the address. Cause, and I told him the story. And he got back to me later. Uh, the guy that lived over at that house had been in jail for a few days That's mm-hmm. why his father But he didn't like let his family know He'd mm-hmm. been busted for child pornography Oh, oh And I I don't know what they found over there But it was intense over there for a few days So I don't know what happened to that guy If he's still in jail or what But oh, boy. Uh, So uh, a couple months ago It looks like someone bought the house And there's been a lot of uh work going on over there since then. So hopefully even though the guy next door was quiet. Like like literally if someone had, had knocked on my door news camera. Oh, he was a quiet guy. Never saw him. Never yeah. <laughs> you know, it would have been the absolute stereotype of right? of what you normally say when no, it's so I don't know what happened over there, but now we're gonna wind up with new neighbors, it looks like. So well, that's
0: good. It's always nice to see houses restored, though. That's as
1: long as he's as quiet as the creep was. As long as the new <laughs> owners is as good a neighbor as the uh, is the bad guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's the thing. I have a house next to me that's a rental. And the first family that was there was just not the greatest family to have next mm-hmm. to me because they were always just screaming and yelling at each other over something.
1: Yeah. So, that's always so fun.
0: Interesting to say the least. Um, so I'm scrolling through Facebook myself, and I'm, I, there were people who got a chance to enjoy Halloween at least a little bit. There's folks out there who dress up, you know, our cosplayers. It's like a high holy day for cosplayers, right? So I'm looking mm-hmm. at the creativity, and the creativity is still there.
2: Yes. It's
0: great. I just wish it had a bigger stage. That's a thing. Tanya, what was your favorite Halloween costume? I think we talked about this once before.
2: Uh, my... Uh... <laughs> One from a couple of years ago was my uh, steampunk one, mm-hmm. but um, I.
0: You looked great in that one. I remember that one.
2: Thanks. Um, I don't know. Uh, one of the ones that was a fun one is I uh, made uh, a costume um, of Dopey from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs.
0: Oh. Okay.
2: So That's many cute. years ago. Yeah, it was a big oversized like sweatshirt with like purple leggings or whatever, and like a uh-huh. hat. Stuff like that, but it was not as good as like if, what Anne could do if she could sew. I, because I mean, Anne could sew, I cannot. So,
0: yes, she is very good.
2: Mm-hmm. She- but <laughs> just what twenty twenty needed: Thor versus the Care Bears. What? There's, there's a um, fantasy and sci-fi rock my world on uh, um, that Facebook page. It's a picture of a rainbow and a lightning bolt hitting the rainbow, you know, like the, the care bears when they were going to fight, whatever (coughs) the care bears there. And then like all the stuff came off of their bellies and it formed a rainbow and never mind.
1: (laughs) Actually, my, my favorite uh, costume I saw online, there's a musician I like out of, uh, he's from Philadelphia and now lives in Los Angeles named Dave Haas, H-A-U-S-E. If you want to look it up, he and his family, dressed up like the family from the shining. He, he, he's looks like Jack Nicholson with the hatchet. His (laughs) wife was dressed up like Shelly Duvall with Uh a baseball bat. And he's got twin girls that are like two or three years old and had him dressed up like the creepy little girls from the shining. And the picture is hilarious.
0: That is adorable. That's then a very twisted way, but it's Mm -hmm. adorable. Um, I'm also, I'm looking right now at a, a dad doing some Halloween when uh, he's dressed in a, in a lab coat and right in front oh. of him, he's got the three little girls dressed. Power,
2: Power Powerpuff girls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was just oh. thinking about it. I just saw that one a couple minutes ago.
0: Yep. I'm scrolling through too and I saw that one. So I'm like, yep, we got to talk about that one. Um, so steampunk for Tanya. Billy, did you ever really get into, I mean, I've never, I, I think the most, I, quote unquote, creative mm. Halloween costume I ever came up with is I went to one of, tanya's uh, halloween parties with a whole bunch of mm-hmm. gear from my alma mater and i went as a 17 year old version of myself
1: oh that's cute <laughs> i just, like that
0: I, I wore my old uh, senior my senior year shirt with all the mm-hmm. names of my fellow graduates i wore a hoodie from my school i wore the hat you know i had I had even had a scarf that had um that was supporting the soccer team oh. you know and i'm like okay cool so i have enough gear from my high school i'm going as a 17 year old version of myself
1: <laughs> you know? that's- I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but my favorite costume as a grown-up where I went to a Halloween party was a court jester where my okay. mom uh, yep. had, like, put together, like, one leg from a p- green pair of sweatpants and a yellow leg from a different – from a yellow pair of sweatpants and tied – sewed them together and did the same with, like, a green and yellow shirt Then I had the hat with the jingly bells and so – The court jester costume was one I remember well. When I was a little kid, my favorite was just the Ben Cooper Batman costume. You know, the one with the plastic mask and the little Batman outfit. So, because I even liked him back then.
2: I'm going to say, I'm sending you guys something that I just saw. And I, I might, my eyes have teared up. Once you see this, um, there's a picture That's going to come across for uh, Billy and Chris.
3: Oh, wow. Um, I see it. Yeah. The
2: the picture, the, the sign says, sorry, no candy child with cancer. See you next year. Have fun, good costume, whatever. Yeah. And, And the post says, I can't stop crying. If anyone thought that there was no hope in our kids and teens, you're wrong. The sole purpose of us putting this sign in our yard today was so kids wouldn't run up to our door and be disappointed because our neighborhood usually gets three to four hundred kids. I looked on our doorbell camera tonight and saw that kids had been stopping at the sign and her and her husband just went outside and found this. It's their sign and that saying that there was no candy at that house because of the child with cancer. There is a whole bunch of candy on the ground underneath. Sign. They were sharing
0: the kids that were coming up to the sign were sharing their their candy with oh, the little one. That
1: is nice.
0: You know, we have these moments, right? We have these moments that remind us that we're still human, <laughs> and <laughs> and it, 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 they they are these little. Little pinpricks of light through the fabric of what we've woven for ourselves this year, with the the, the divisiveness and the the rhetoric and and the hate and then and all that's out there. But we have these little pinpricks of light that keep shining through to remind us of what we could be and what we can be. Um, so you know, there's there's always hope. There's always hope for the future. But you know, it's just so hard to see it sometimes.
1: And, and the thing is, is sometimes I'm almost blinded with a false sense of security because. My Facebook page, my Facebook friends are mostly like nice people. So right. I, I'm sort of think, well, people are nice. And then I click on like a news story on Facebook from channel 10 or 8 or 13 not to pick on one or the other. And the comments underneath it are some of the angriest, oh, dumbest, God. most, I, they really make me sad. More than angry, they make me sad that, there's so many people with comments it wouldn't even occur to me no and and wouldn't occur to i don't think most of the people i know
0: yeah yeah no seriously i you know i actively avoid the comments sections of news posts but you know as as i said in my mm-hmm. facebook post the other day um you know i implied that i spent the time to kind of skim through them and i was just like so disappointed just so absolutely disappointed you know it's yeah. just i don't get it I really don't get it. It's, you know, the internet is, is a double-edged sword. Here's all of human knowledge and human understanding and human experience wrapped up with all of human hate mm-hmm. and human insecurity and human, uh, you know, just negativity. You know, it's, just, why? come on, why? Why? What's going on here, people? You know? Was that really
1: important? Yeah. I I guess just makes me glad that there are still so many nice people that I have a really full Facebook page basically devoted to them. Wait, and their thoughts
0: Have we really been at this for two hours?
1: No, no, you forgot to turn whatever clock you're looking at back.
0: No, 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 I'm not looking at the clock. I'm looking at the actual timer of Zencaster. It says so one hour f- no fifty seven
1: mine says fifty seven
2: no, mine minutes. says fifty seven minutes. <laughs>
0: i'm looking i'm like what time is it anyway it is 10 42 my computer clock has not updated that's weird oh i thought that was supposed to happen automatically
2: i will fix that later usually does no we're at 57 minutes and and, i've been
0: off my zencaster window just kind of surfing through facebook and and milling around on, on to look for things to talk about to support the actual halloween discussion we were supposed to have and um and then I flip back to Zencaster and I see you one hour and 56 minutes. Like
2: what? Like <laughs> really? doesn't feel like we've been talking that long.
0: I know we can, I know we can ramble, but Holy cow.
2: <laughs> I'm not
1: that good at it.
0: I know. Seriously. Well, you know what? That's good enough. I, I think Well, mm-hmm. you know, what we'll do is we'll just take a quick break and, and then we'll, um, when we come back. We'll do a question of the week. Okay. I have a list. I we don't have Dan's magical list of four hundred and you know eighty million things, but I, I have my own list from that I used to draw from back in the day.
1: Yeah, list. So
0: we'll take a quick break. Apparently, we're not at the uh, one hour and fifty-eight minute mark, but we'll see what happens. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dudes and dudettes, and all points in between. I hope you guys are having a great time listening to us because I know we're having fun talking to you. Uh, we mentioned Patreon, uh, but if you come back to our Facebook Mondays, you'll at eight o'clock, you'll find us doing our Nerd World News, uh, usually for about twenty minutes to a half an hour on uh, on a Monday night. There, uh, James Irish's blog is on Tuesdays, and every other Wednesday or so, you get Comic Chicks and this particular podcast. Um, are you doing Comic Chicks with Anne this week?
2: You're no, about- we are talking about, we're doing our book club. we oh, are doing book
0: club with the Chiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, which... That's so cool.
2: I uh, I can't get past chapter seven. The is only
1: like two pages long. I know, I know,
2: I've gotten as far as chapter seven from last week
1: mm-hmm. and I
2: haven't had a chance to pick it back up because of just getting ready for Halloween and stuff. So I went to Chris's house on um, Friday night to watch Hick- to watch the actual movie. And he told me this is not necessarily no. whatever. But it kind of gave me the general gist of the, the, the sense of what's happening. And I do believe, uh, Chris can tell you if I'm right or wrong, I want to say I took about a 20 to 25 minute nap during there because one time I saw something and then the next thing I was in a different place and I have no idea how they got from point A to B.
1: I, I saw it at the theater and I borrowed it from the library and DVD and I napped both times.
0: Yeah. The movie was not that great. You are
1: better off. I the TV show from the eighties, seventies. What was that TV show? To,
0: it was, it was from the eighties. I don't think she was prepared to, um, <laughs> I spend that much time dealing with this
2: yeah but you know it it's i'm gonna be able to talk about on wednesday that it's okay to abandon something if it's not necessarily like drawing your interest in right. but, and, and we we'll talk about it i'm like i I've, I've given it seven chapters and i think at least halfway through she's going to try to push through to the end but even she's just like uh no
1: so she doesn't it, like it either that's interesting no. There, I think there really are guy and girl senses of humor.
0: Yeah, I I you know and, then, probably, yeah. and, I and I think know, that's
2: yeah. something that we're we're gonna talk about in regards mm-hmm. to that. And it's just or just the difference in the sense of humor and things like that. That mm-hmm. I know we talked about that a couple of weeks ago on our yeah. podcast. And I'm like I am going to try at least over the next couple of days to try to push through and read some more of the book. Um but I I don't know.
0: I remember the very first time I read the book when I was in high school i I laughed so hard throughout all of it that as soon as I finished the last page, I took a break and I went right back to my my chair uh, at my in my little office at my mom's house, put my feet up and started reading the book again immediately hmm. and I can't there's and that's the only book ever in my history of being an English major and lover of books and whatnot, that's the first and only time that I've ever loved a book so much that I started rereading it immediately upon finishing the book.
1: That's, that's good. I like some, I also read it in high school. It must be a high school nerd boy thing. Probably. But yeah, yeah
2: Dan says he loved it. Randy loved it. I was talking to our friend Scott last Sunday. He says he's, he's read it a couple times and he's like, yeah, it's hysterical. I'm just like,
0: and that, by the way, that's the copy that I lent Anne was the very, that very book. Yeah. Um, that's, it, that's suffered with time and age, unfortunately. And you yes. Generously it, replaced for me and I appreciate.
2: Yes. Uh, Anne said some of it when she, cause she lost it for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. last week. She Uh-oh. had mis- she had misplaced it. She's like, did I bring the book down here? I'm like, I know Wade said he wanted to read it. And Wade's like, when would I have time to read it during the day? We're like, yeah, good point, but whatever. So when I was over there for Comic Chicks last Wednesday, she could not find it.
3: Mm-hmm. So uh,
2: and when I talked to her the next day, she's like, yeah, I found it. Ravioli had it. So Ravioli must have been snuggled up with it on, on their bed type thing she's like but when i picked it up off the bed some of the back cover left stayed on the bed she's like i think chris needs a new book so <laughs> so we amazoned him a new copy of the book because oh, we're no. afraid that that just cuz you know how books just get so dry and brittle with mm-hmm. age because it is well loved and it, it it's it's like yeah getting ready to like crumble apart like the dead sea scrolls so Sorry,
0: that's, funny. that's that's no, that's just funny, and I appreciate it. So, so
2: I got to love Amazon. I was Amazoning all week. <laughs> Randy mm-hmm. goes, "Are you done?" I'm like, "Nope."
3: <laughs>
2: My animatronic uh, child is arriving in the next couple days. Dan got his yesterday.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, the one that we had ordered one day yeah. when we were podcasting. Yes, Dan nope. got his yesterday instead of in De- December. Nice. Mine's on its way. So, he's gotten lots of child stuff today couple pairs of child socks that type of stuff so he's pretty happy that's good actually mm-hmm.
1: chris I, I have a book recommendation for you Do because tell. as uh we were talking about the hitchhiker's <sighs> guide i was going what was that? there there's a book that i read had sort of a similar sensibility kind of silly but a good story it's called the the hollow chocolate bunnies of the apocalypse oh, and it's it's a, a teddy bear detective and like a in the nursery rhyme world,
2: hollow chocolate bunnies of the apocalypse by
1: Robert Rankin.
2: Isn't Rankin one of the ones that do the
1: Rankin Bass? Is the uh, yeah. the animation special, but the, no relation that I'm aware. I think this is also a British author, mm-hmm. so that it may also be a British thing. Uh, so I think it'd be a book you would uh.
2: It's set in Toy City, formerly Toy Town, a place where toys are alive and characters from nursery rhymes are local celebrities. It's followed by a sequel, The Minator. I haven't gotten around to that yet. The novels have expanded from a throwaway line in Rankin's previous novel, The Fandom of the Operator, which refers <laughs> to the recurring character Liza Woodbine investigating the murder of the nursery rhyme characters in Toy City.
1: Whereas Toy Town older, bigger, and certainly not wiser, the old rich who have made their millions from the royalties on their world famous nursery rhymes are being murdered one by one. Mm-hmm. The psychopath is on the loose, and he must be stopped at any cost. is a te- is a job for Toy Town's only detective, but he's missing, leaving only Eddie Bear and his bestest friend Jack to track down the mad killer. Wow. So. I, I read it years ago and enjoyed it. And as we were talking about Hitchhiker's Guide, uh, I bet Chris would like that book.
0: I will have, what's the title of that one again?
1: The Hollow Chocolate Bunnies of the Apocalypse. i
0: writing that down. That's hilarious.
2: Yeah. Little Jack Horner is stuffed with jam and Mother Goose is slit open. Jack <laughs> spread Jack's hey. is fried in his ex-wife's dinner.
0: <laughs> yeah. hey tanya hey
2: what
0: pick a number between one and 112
2: uh my list
0: is not as cool as dan's
2: between one and 112 yes well in lieu of the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy i am going to take 42 i'm so proud of you i uh, that that's part i do remember seeing in regards to the supercomputer which was, was it helen Mirren. no was Helen Mirren the super- supercomputer?
0: Yes, Helen Mirren voiced the super- deep thought, the supercomputer. Okay, what is your favorite fictional character origin story, and why does it still resonate with you to this day?
2: <sighs> That's a deep thinking wow. question. Damn. Oh, oh, and that. Uh... Uh, no, normally I'm n- not necessarily at a loss for words, except for when we get to those these deep thinking questions where I'm like, ah!
0: <laughs> Well, the the, the one night next to it is if you took the titles of two stories and mashed them together so that the last word of one became the first word of the other, what would the resulting plot and title become?
2: That's another one that I that have to. That's hard. Think. I'll, I'll start. It's like those seven degrees of uh,
1: Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start with favorite was origin story. Is that how yep. they worded it? Yeah, origin I'm gonna, story. I'm going to go Superman. Okay. Because um, I, it's it's a story of immigration. Mm-hmm. It's a story. It, it's almost a, a biblical story too, isn't it?
0: In a way, yeah. You have the savior who comes to Earth, kind of. Yeah.
1: thing. Yeah. And I, what was was it? Shoot. I'm trying okay. to think. There was a, another biblical reference to it, like the, uh, is it Moses who was put in a boat? Yes. Yeah. So, Kellal mm-hmm. was put on the rocket ship and sent to Earth, and okay. I, I just, and the way he he became a good. No, the way he it, w- it was a case of him being raised correctly and mm-hmm. wanting to help society help not just america but the world. Mm-hmm. So I I, I like Superman's story as compared to Batman whose parents were murdered. And even then it was like light versus dark. Mm-hmm. Um although now I think about Superman's whole planet it exploded so never mind that. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's finding hope yeah. in in the the hardship or rather than finding vengeance in the hardship
1: and also when you think about science you know jor-el the the scientists or science scientist uh knew something bad was happening Wanted to save his son and Mm -hmm. tried to save society but no one would listen to him
0: you you, you notice how that seems to be a theme Mm -hmm. where you know Most apocalypses start with ignoring the science.
1: Right now, uh, Dr. Fauci is building a rocket for his son.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Jeez. I wouldn't doubt it, really. Anyway. Yeah,
2: I still don't have an answer.
0: You still don't have an answer?
2: I still don't have an answer.
0: Why not? You always have an answer for everything.
2: Yeah. um, I don't know. I... I, mm, mm. I don't know. <laughs> I really stumped, don't know. We Tanya. Yeah, well, that's not, that's not very difficult to do at times. So. Uh,
0: I, I mean, the big classic for me is Spider-Man. Obviously, mm-hmm. Peter Parker, you know, being bitten by the radioactive spider, but how he, you know, because Stan Lee from the beginning always said, Peter Parker is my analog for the people who read my books the most, the, you know, the, the teenagers in high school you know, who feels like maybe he's a little bit of an outcast, maybe feels like he's a little bit of the, um, you know, the outsider, the guy who's who's being bullied more often than not. So it gives that guy somebody to relate to. It. And I've always liked how Peter was always, um, I mean, not a hard luck case, right? But he was always in his private life, uh, not as successful as he was in his public life as as Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man was strong and hardworking and and sometimes made mistakes, but always tried to do the right thing and, you know, was helping people and and being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And Peter Parker was struggling. You know, he didn't come from rich. He didn't come from, uh, you know, this this huge upbringing. You know, his parents were gone. He was being raised by his aunt, you know, and uh, doing the best he could. Um, You know, so I thought that was always cool. It was relatable. It was more real.
1: Plus the, with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. stuff. No, he, learned, he tragically learned a lesson and, yep. and learned from it and became a better person because of it,
0: which also kind of gives me the whole, um, you know, on the DC side, you know, their are old Captain Marvel Shazam character, Billy Batson. Yep. You know, especially in the recent movie that Zach Levy played, uh, you know Shazam himself, <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the the superhero version, which I thought was a great movie. It was a lot of fun. I
1: really watch. enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it
0: was a f- really fun movie to watch. You know, but you look at how he, you know, how that particular character in that particular, you know, uh,
1: iteration story of it,
0: yeah. um, you know, he was he was an orphan. He was he had a hard case, and then it was, but still, it was showing that he had that heart of uh, the, the heart of gold to reach mm-hmm. out and help out with people see i made a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy reference there uh-huh. mm-hmm. um and uh you know what's some other good ones some other
1: let's see um, other,
0: other favorites i mean the the you know the fantastic four is kind of you know a classic story where you know you're effect, you're normal but you were affected and and now you make the most of it and the fantastic four is always seems to me like the celebrity like, especially the, the the two movies with uh, Jessica Album in them, they were very, they're the celebrities, they're the first family, they're the people that are out in the open all the time, you know, the expected ones. Um, but it's the little guy, I think, that always has appealed to me more, which is weird when I when you think of the fact that I'm a big fan of Iron Man as well.
2: <laughs> if I was going to go origin stories, I would probably do Tony Stark as Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That, that would probably be one that would just be bopping around. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Um, all right, well, I'm not going to torture Tanya too much. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: I need, I need advanced warning. I'll,
0: although it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to torture Tanya once in a while, but I, I will mm-hmm. sometimes I'll, I'll let the, 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 the slide go through.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and right now I'm looking at two orange cats stir at each other the glass door
0: yeah uh, there's a little gray fuzzball i'm gonna have a little conversation with about knocking stuff off of my desk
2: Hmm. don't have stuff on your desk that's what her her conversation will be back having
0: hey i was here first (laughs) she's cuter oh hey ow
2: (laughs) Go knock
1: All things right, off to Juliana's desk.
2: Uh, is this is, this must have been after she had her nose stuck in your water glass?
0: Oh my god! Yeah, I had my my cup of water sitting next to me last night, and she jumped up on the desk and just shoved her head right into the glass and started drinking. I'm like, okay, well, help yourself. Yeah, I
1: uh, who did, one of one of mine did that to me the other day too. So mm-hmm. they like our water better than their own. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Well, well, Christmas was was convenient. Yes, exactly. Factor. Exactly,
0: but, and then let but, Juno finish it off,
2: well, it's funny because i I see Chris sends me a picture of Molly sitting on his mouse pad mm-hmm. staring down at Juno, who's on his other side, looking up at her through the chair. So they must have been having a showdown.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, that's enough for me, and that's enough for this, and enough for that, and we'll see you guys again next week when we talk about stuff, more stuff at random. uh So, for Billy, for Tanya, for Dan, who is not here, but happy birthday, happy Dan! Happy
1: birthday,
0: Dan! And, you know, and and I'm we, I'm praying that today was not the first day of the apocalypse, but we'll see what happens. And uh, so that is a wrap, and this is, hey, Dan, hit it. It's been monkey business a product of the mighty monkey corporation purveyors and producers of the flower city comic-con coming at you hopefully in april of 2021 like us on facebook follow us on twitter follow us on instagram follow us wherever you go we'll lead you to where the entertainment is you guys have a great week have a safe week we will talk to you again next week
1: dump, dump.
0: every time every time i to